0: Hi, this is your host Radhika Chirmamila. Welcome to my podcast, Toastmaster Journeys. Today I'm very excited to have Patty Black as our distinguished guest. Patty has been a Toastmaster for 15 years. She likes to do things at least twice. She served as an area director for two years, achieving area director of the year in 2012-13 Toastmaster year, followed by serving as division director for two years. She was Pathways Ambassador for two years. She has earned the Distinguished Toastmaster Award twice and has served as the Chief Judge at the District 40 contest twice. She is a member of three different Toastmasters clubs, including Central Ohio Advanced Toastmasters, which is the oldest advanced club in District 40. I have met Patty virtually on TLI and caught events where she was a frequent volunteer or presenter. In May, I had the opportunity to be part of Central Ohio Advanced Toastmasters 25th anniversary celebrations, which was hosted by Patty Black. She did an amazing job of Table Topics Master and brought all the new members together to share their Toastmaster experiences. I was really impressed by the ease and confidence she had it done, which many of us are aspiring to develop. Now, let's welcome Patty Black.
1: Thank you. It's nice to be here.
0: Thank you. Patty, tell us about uh, your Toastmaster journey. What inspired you to join Toastmasters and how your journey has been since the last 15 years?
1: The reason I got into Toastmasters is a little different than most people. I was always comfortable speaking in front of people but I had problems speaking about things that were close to my heart without getting emotional. So I wanted to be able to tell stories, tell people about things that were very important to me that were close to my heart without getting emotional because nobody wants to listen to someone that's incomprehensible because they're, they're crying or they're upset or too emotional. That was the first reason. The second reason was it really bothered me hearing people say crutch words, especially on the news. I noticed when newscasters were interviewing people, especially people in sports, I heard a lot of crutch words and it bothered me to listen to it. I didn't like to hear speakers at companies that I worked with or different seminars I attended that were using crutch words in their speech. And I thought if I join Toastmasters, I might be able to hear people that don't use crutch words. So those were the two reasons, crutch, crutch word avoidance and being able to speak about emotional topics without being a blubbering idiot. <laughs> <laughs> those are the two reasons I get into the Toastmasters. I don't think you'll meet anybody else that got into Toastmasters for those two reasons.
0: <laughs> Very unique uh, reason. I have never heard of these uh, reasons before, but I'm glad to hear that Toastmasters is not just for improving your public speaking skills, but you can also, um, you know, improve the way you want to express your story you want to share your story without getting emotional which is important if you want to get your message out you need to compose yourself and uh, get your message out clearly Uh, that's that's really a unique uh, perspective you are bringing now to the Toastmasters uh, platform so thank you for sharing that I know we all have, um, you know, some mistakes or learnings that uh, we had when we initially joined the Toastmaster program. Uh, Since, um, you know, since you have joined, or when you have joined, the beginning of your uh, Toastmaster journey, what were some of the things that you thought, okay, I should have done it in a different way, or this is a great aha moment for me? Um, What were some of those things you? Uh, you think that you would do it differently now
1: that's one of the reasons why i did so many things twice is because i wanted a second chance at it and the second chance i did the area director role i enjoyed it so much and i had so much enthusiasm in that role that i did win the area director of the year and there was about 40 some area directors so i felt really honored to win that award amongst all those outstanding area directors. And it was a total surprise to me to when I had no way of knowing it was coming, but I've served as club officer and all the different officer roles more than once. And everything I've done, I can tell you each and everything, certain things that I did that I wished I'd done differently. And conversely things that went especially well that I didn't expect and everything in between. I could put together stories of what can go wrong at contest stories of what can go wrong at a TLI. Some of the stories will make you laugh. Some of the stories would make you gasp all kinds of different experiences that I've had. I've been a club member and watched other people have their journey and just tried to be supportive Because I believe that when a club president is the club president, it's their show in a way. They still have to do certain things. I'm there to to support them. Mm -hmm. I know that I've seen club presidents that I think overkill with the officer meetings and some that never have officer meetings. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: And I feel like when I get done with a club president term, and I've been the club president several times in all my clubs, I can look back and say, I wish I would have done, or I'm so glad we did. And I know that there's times that I wish I'd have done things differently, but that's part of Toastmasters. That's one of the beautiful things about Toastmasters. Mm It is a learning experience and no one's signing your paycheck. You can make mistakes here.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: And I could probably, do a Toastmaster comedy speech just about different happenings, just snippets of different things that have happened over the years, believe it or not.
0: I'm sure. <laughs> um, I think um, I really liked your um, concept of doing things twice, especially when you are in the leadership roles. You would need that time to do things better, do things right. I think I I probably had mentioned it before. Um, when When I became an area director, it took me almost six months to at least to know what my role and responsibilities are and how do I help the clubs because I do believe that area director role is such a crucial role because they are the um, the bridge between the clubs and the leadership, and I know for a fact, I did not do a good job of an area director because it took me a while to even to understand how I can help the clubs. Um, so I I think doing. Especially the leadership role twice gives you much more freedom, much more knowledge, much more um, satisfaction, I, I think. Uh, and you will benefit yourself and benefit the clubs as well by doing these roles or leadership roles more frequently than just try it once and leave it there. Um, I really like your approach there.
1: I can tell you that you did a better than average job of area director because of the three clubs I'm in, you're the only one I could remember from that Toastmaster year. So (laughs) definitely give yourself a pat on the back for that. Because of the three Toastmaster clubs I'm in, I don't know who the other two area directors were. And I know, and I knew that you were our area director for Coats. You (laughs) sell yourself short because you did a good job.
0: Thank you. Thank Thank you for that compliment. Um, I know um, we all have uh, things that we learn uh, from Toastmaster experiences and uh, able to utilize those uh, skills in our personal life or in our professional life. Could you share some of those experiences that helped you um, in your uh, personal and professional life?
1: Definitely, number one for me, is I became a better listener when I became a Toastmaster. I was married once before for about nine years, and the marriage didn't work out. 19 years and 10 months later, I got married the second time. I like to do everything twice, like (laughs) I said. But one of the reasons that the first one didn't work out is because I was an absolutely terrible listener. And one of the things that Toastmasters does, if you serve in the role as the timer, if you serve as an evaluator, a general evaluator, a grammarian, you learn listing skills. And I mentioned before how much I dislike crutch words. One of my favorite roles to serve in at a Toastmaster meeting is the grammarian role. And there was years ago at a presentation that one of my fellow Toastmasters ran as a special project. I was a member of her committee and I did a special presentation just on the grammarian role because I think that the grammarian role is very, very important because I think that the more clearly you speak and the less crutch words you use, the more credible and believable and professional you come across. And I use myself as an example. I don't have college degrees. I have insurance degrees, but on paper, I don't look like I have a lot of credibility education-wise other than insurance, which is my thing. But I've seen people that have resumes that are 10 pages long and have four or five different PhDs, Mm -hmm. but they can't get a simple message across, and it's sad. So that's one of the things that's helped me and has helped me become a better listener by serving in those roles. And if you're a better listener, you're a better interactor with people. You can be better at all your roles that you have, whatever you have in your life, whether you're a spouse or a mom or a sister or a daughter or a coworker or a friend or a cousin or an aunt or whatever your roles are in your personal life, you can, do better at those because you're more focused on what the person's trying to say, because you get that training and listening, that keen ear listening from Toastmasters. The other thing is, is I'm a supervisor at my job. And I've been a supervisor in the past. And I was not a supervisor when I first became a Toastmaster. Now, maybe it did help me become the supervisor that I am today in my job. I've been a supervisor for about, 13 years now and it's helped me in dealing with the people that i have to deal with because as a supervisor i have to deal with people of all different personalities and all different backgrounds all different levels of comprehension such as they might really understand what we do but they lack the computer skills or vice versa they have the computer skills but they don't really know what to do with our stuff there's so many variables in the different people that you manage as a manager. Mm -hmm. And as Toastmasters, one of the things that helped me the most is when I was a district leader. I was a district leader for many, many years, either as area division director or serving as an assistant to others that were, I was even an assistant district director once. And one of the important lessons I learned from that leadership role is you can't manage people how you want to be managed because each of us has a way that we can handle being managed by someone in a superior position. Say that you're a person and your boss is always on you every two hours, reminding that you needed to do something, or you might have a boss that is totally hands off and gives you a deadline out a couple of weeks and just expects it to be here and is never going to send you a reminder. As an example, that you might have two different types of bosses. I had to come to understand that how I like to be managed is not how other people necessarily need to be managed so you can get what you need done as an overall project. So that's one of the things, the concept that I learned through Toastmasters is to focus in on what makes that person motivate So you can give them that if that person needs the tickle every week to remind them to get it done, even though that's not my thing and I don't like it. Mm -hmm. I have to do that with them to get them to respond how I need to. And that was a really tough lesson to learn. But I believe the leadership roles, especially, and Mm I especially encourage people to go outside of the club and do the district roles because I love my clubs and I never miss a meeting unless there's something drastically wrong. Mm -hmm but the leadership roles outside of the club are the ones that really got me my money's worth out of toastmasters
0: great experiences thank you for sharing those just to, to extend a call on that on the on this topic i know listening is a great skill that everyone should develop what are some of the Tactics, or some of the things you would follow um, to listen to what other people are saying, especially when you are at work and you have a team that you are managing, what are some of the things you would take into consideration um, based on the discussion that you had?
1: I try to be quieter. I'm very much a people person. I'm very much a talker. I can talk about things a long time. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: I have to reel myself in and learn to be quieter and listen. Mm -hmm. And that's been very challenging, especially over zoom. I've had to train people Mm
0: -hmm.
1: through zoom, which has been new for me. I've been doing training for years, but new on my job has been having to train only through zoom because at first we didn't go into the work at all. And I've had people that are totally new to my industry that are coming in and I'm having to train just on the computer. It's been difficult and trying to establish the comfort level of them. Just reaching out when they have a question, Mm
0: -hmm. when it's so
1: much easier, if you're sitting in the office, you can just yell out or shout out because I sit very close in proximity to where they are. Mm -hmm. When we're working from our homes, I need to make sure that that comfort level is still there, that you're going to reach out when you have a question and not do something wrong. Because you're not comfortable just because we're not sitting near each other physically. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: That's been a challenge to do. But just trying to read people's faces. One of the things I've always done, even before Toastmasters, was I've tried to, I've had to build relationships in my job. The kind of job I have now is different in the kind of relationships I have. But One of the things I like to do is learn about people and remember those things. And when you see them again, they know you care because I do care about people. So I will try to listen for certain things. Like if someone says the other day, one of my newer employees told me that she liked buttered popcorn and I know that she likes cats. Mm-hmm. So the next time I sent an add a girl to her because she did well on a certain project, I included a graphic of hot buttered popcorn. It's something silly. Okay. Some people might think. Mm-hmm. It's very simple, but I try to always remember those certain things. Like Thank when you. we are in the office together, if I go out for lunch, uh-huh. pick up some cookies somewhere or something that I know someone could eat, and I try to be sensitive. I know one is a vegetarian and one's a diabetic. And things like that. I try to remember things about the people. I know one of them has a daughter that's getting married soon. And mm-hmm. I have two new employees coming on. I have a lot of things that I try to to keep up here. Mm-hmm. I talk to people again to show them that I care because I do. But if Thank you don't you. ask about people, I always get the thanks for asking. Mm-hmm. How's your father-in-law that you had to put into the assisted living? How's he doing? Mm-hmm. Things like that. You have to think about that because... People need to know that you care.
0: Agree. That was a personal question because I do manage um, teens at my work and um, I always try to listen, but I just wanted to hear from you what are some of the things that you would pay attention to. So these are really great, great uh, tips um, where sometimes we... Tend to go into more work discussions rather than personal discussions. Um, so, so I think uh, having that personal level of uh, connection is important for um, you know having that trust or having that uh, um, the the nice work culture so thank you for sharing those and
1: you have all kinds i have one that's very sensitive that doesn't Uh want to share anything Uh so you have to handle that a different way just to know quietly that you're there i see i know that they lost two family members this past Uh year they lost a brother and a mother very close together i know that they went through that oh that's a lot sometimes you can do things more subtly you can yeah. you can just you have to it's hard to figure out what people need sometimes you put your foot in your mouth or you you don't mean to hurt feelings and yes. you might because you're trying to reach out and be nice and sometimes yeah. it's not perceived that way yes so you have to be very careful
0: yes it's a delicate balance for sure yes thank you for the for those wonderful wonderful suggestions patty <clears throat> i know you have been part of uh, three clubs Um, What are some of the things you would look forward to when attending uh, Toastmaster meetings?
1: One thing about me is I'm a dedicated Toastmaster. When I first joined Toastmasters way back in 2007, it was a corporate club. I parted ways with the corporation. There was a separation there. So there was a time in my life that I had to find a new Toastmaster club to be part of. And I wasn't Mm -hmm. working. I had lost the job. Mm -hmm. So in 2009, I looked up online, just like so many of us did before we found a club to join. And I just started attending different clubs. Mm -hmm. I attended some clubs during the day and I attended some clubs in the evening. Until I found clubs that I felt comfortable with. Mm -hmm. One of them was Down on Third Toastmasters, which met in downtown Columbus. One of them was Hilliard Toastmasters, which met near my home. And I was in those clubs. I joined those clubs. And ironically, I had been a member of Down on Third Toastmasters for just about three months. And I saw an email message about a Christmas party. And I had gotten a job right at Thanksgiving time. And when I saw the email about the Christmas party, there was someone else I worked with that was on the list. I didn't realize that where I worked, there was another member of my Toastmaster club that worked at the same place Mm -hmm. until I got that message about the Christmas party. I had only worked there for about a month. And that's when I found out my friend Tom Hess also worked at where I worked and I still work at the same place. So it was ironic that I was able to get a job near down on Third Toastmasters And that's one of the reasons why I've remained a member to this day and I've remained a member of Hilliard Toastmasters to this day. And when I was an area director, the first time I had a fellow Toastmaster that asked me to join central Ohio advanced Toastmasters. Mm -hmm. And my first thought was how in the world am I going to be a member of three different clubs? I don't have time for that. Mm -hmm. When he told me that central Ohio advanced Toastmasters only met 15 times a year, they Mm -hmm. only meet once a month and on the fifth thursday in the couple months a year that there are five thursdays Mm -hmm. i decided to go ahead and try it Mm -hmm. and those three clubs have been the three clubs that i've never not renewed the membership i faithfully renew the membership every six months personally i don't like what i call serial toastmasters and to each his own but what i my term of a serial toastmaster is someone that goes around joining different clubs just for a short time, different clubs for a short time. They're not fully invested in that club. Mm-hmm. They're not dedicated to that club. The only reason they do it lots of times is just to meet a goal, a year in goal, mm-hmm. or to check off a club coach goal on their own list. I was a club coach one time, but I never joined the club that I was the club coach of because I knew I couldn't commit to it. Mm -hmm. Because I will only be a part of a Toastmaster Club when I know Mm -hmm. that I can commit to attending those meetings regularly, always serving in a role in those meetings and serving in an officer role when needed. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to, especially as long as I'm working full time,
0: Mm
1: -hmm. join any more Toastmaster Clubs than I'm already in. I would never join one just to earn a point or... Mm get a credit or whatever, whatever reason I would not do that.
0: Mm -hmm. Agree, I think, um, you know, you need to invest yourself. And also you need to invest into the club to be a true dedicated member of the club. Just it doesn't a lot of times I have seen when I was the president, a lot of members, they just pay the dues. They don't even show up once or twice in that year it is such a waste of money uh i felt like uh, for them and for us also it is not motivating where you know members don't show up so any club um and
1: um you said it i'm all about getting my money's worth Uh i i would not want to spend money on it and not Uh participate yeah and go to all the other things i try to attend the tlis when i can the Mm-hmm. all the any other thing outside the club that I can I try mm-hmm. to always have attended if I can mm-hmm. because to me that's getting your money's worth. Yeah. Sometimes the conferences cost a little extra when it was in a hotel or the gas mm-hmm. if you're driving
0: mm-hmm. but
1: I've never missed a conference once I attended one I've never missed one ever since I, I first mm-hmm. attended years ago. Yeah, and I do get something different out of each of the clubs I'm in.
0: Exactly,
1: I get a different reward out of each of those clubs. I have different yeah. people in each club, and we interact differently with each other. We have a different dynamic. Yeah, but I did enjoy area director, division director, and pathways. Uh-huh. Going to visit so many different clubs because I visited probably thirty different clubs when I was pathways oh, and basketball wow. because I did all my clubs in my division. Plus, I did some in another division for a couple other ambassadors uh-huh. that couldn't get to those uh-huh. and i got to take a little something away from each of the clubs as far as the things they did well and the things that yeah. i thought they could improve on and i may or may not have mentioned it to them but it's still things yeah. i kept in here yeah that yeah. helped me along my journey to look at what this club does let's try this
0: exactly yeah yeah every club has their unique culture and uh, there are definitely some um things that we all can take it out um, and uh, take it to the next club or take it personally and go on. The last question, what advice do you give to someone who is new to Toastmaster program?
1: Is get involved. I've seen so many people over the years because I served as a club treasurer for one of my clubs for many, many years. And as that treasurer, I was the one that would input new members. And especially over the years in that role, I've seen so many people join and they never come back. And I just could never understand it. We try to reach out and different things. And Mm -hmm. I could never understand why would you go to all the trouble doing that? Or Mm -hmm. I've also seen people come and they come to the meetings and don't participate, Mm -hmm. but you have to put into it something or else you're not going to get anything out of it. It doesn't happen it's not like it's going to come, come at you through brain waves, or there's no kind of there's not these magic dust particles that are going to come from the speakers or anyone else is in the meeting that are going to come into you and settled. <laughs> you have to interact with it. You have to try it. And I know it's hard at first for some people. Mm-hmm. So I always tell them, no one here is signing your paycheck. Mm-hmm. This is a good place to practice. Nobody's going to get upset about it. We're going to cheer for you no matter what.
0: Mm -hmm. We're going
1: to help you improve. It's just a group of people that likes to see other people be successful. What could be Mm more rewarding to anyone to Mm -hmm. help others be their Mm -hmm. best selves? Yeah. That's got to be the best reward out there.
0: Totally agree. Get involved. I think that's the only way anyone can grow. The more you invest in yourself, the, the more you, you know, the better you be become and and the better your club would become, too, right? you would inspire so many others around you.
1: The totally. confidence. Yeah. People get so much confidence from Toastmasters just from trying things and yeah. being in a supportive environment.
0: I totally, totally agree. Patty, it has been an absolute pleasure talking to you and learning about your incredible Toastmaster journey. Thank you. Thank you so
1: much for giving me your time. Thank you. It's nice to see you. I hope you feel better. <laughs> Thank you. Let me know if I can do anything for you, okay?
0: Thank you for listening to my conversation with Patty Black, DTM. Patty is one of the most influential and dedicated member of District 40, served in multiple leadership roles at least twice. I truly believe if we all try to achieve half of her Toastmaster accomplishments, we will be a better version of ourselves and be a great inspiration to people around us. Hope you have enjoyed our conversation and don't forget to provide your feedback. Please stay tuned for more exciting conversations. Until then, happy podcasting.